Hello, welcome to my Sober Militia podcast. Today's episode is called Cognitive Distortions Filtering. If, before I quit drinking, someone would have told me one of the many problems was how I unconsciously sought negative feedback to support my already negative outlook, I would have laughed and told them to go away. There would have been no way for me to conceptualize myself as a negative person. I was fun, funny, and downright positive person. I was there for people. People reached out to me when they needed help. Little did I know then, and I later found out, I was not very fun or funny. And I was definitely not a positive person. The people who reached out to me were people who were in the same emotional state as me or worse, and I made them feel better about themselves. I not only found negativity in most things, but I also went out of my way to find and see the negative in myself. It was part of my being. If it had only been the negativity around me I saw, that may not have been so damaging. But no, it was the negative within me too, and that is what kept me down for most of my adult life. Filtering as a cognitive distortion is incredibly common and is the number one culprit for the formation of our negative core beliefs. It is the foundation on which we build the walls that prevent us from seeing the positivity in others, in the world, and in ourselves. Filtering was my number one go-to and most used cognitive distortion. Before I get too much into how filtering has affected me, my life, and the lives of others, Let's take a closer look at what filtering is as a cognitive distortion. Filtering. A person engaging in filter or mental filtering takes the negative details and magnifies those details while filtering out all positive aspects of a situation. For instance, a person may pick out a single unpleasant detail and dwell on it exclusively so that their vision of reality becomes darkened or distorted. When a cognitive filter is applied, the person sees only the negative and ignores anything positive. PsychCentral.com One of the many problems with filtering is the number of ways we can use it to distort our thoughts. We can see the negative in ourselves, in our friends, in our family, in our job, in our relationships, in our world. There is simply no limit to the damage we can cause to ourselves and others through mental filtering. What is even more interesting is how we can even acknowledge the positives that do occur around us, but we discard them as flukes, one-time occurrences, and outliers. We can pretty much justify away any positive happening by simply saying it was just a coincidence. It goes back to our inherent tendencies toward negativity. But do we have to follow our inherent tendencies? No, we certainly do not. I used mental filtering to distort my thinking in regard to my self-worth most often. I do not know when it started. I wonder if we ever really do. But I know I have felt unworthy for the better part of my life. Worth is an interesting quality. You cannot see it like you can see talent, strength, or humor. It is an underlying belief only seen or felt 
by the holder. If you feel worthy, you know it. If you do not feel worthy, you do not necessarily know it. None of us actually believe we are pieces of shit, even though we may say such things about ourselves. Instead, we feel a little lost, alone, insecure, inadequate, and even unloved. The feeling is not overwhelming. It simply lies there beneath the surface, and its only job is to prevent even the slightest amount of joy, pride, courage, strength, or power to infiltrate the beliefs we have built about our worth. The core belief formed over time is, I am unworthy. Our mentor filtering takes into account this core belief, and instead of trying to disprove it, we go far out of our way to prove it to be true. It is easy to believe I am unworthy. I go through life expecting and deserving any and all bad things that occur. Over time, I get used to it, and failure is no longer a surprise to me. I slowly become numb and disengaged, and then I settle into a subpar life, never really knowing other choices were available to me, too. It is much harder to accept the reality that I am, in fact, worthy. In order to accept my worth, I have to let go of all the negativity I see and instead choose to see the positive. Since we inherently see negativity first, we have to work harder to see the positive. This is uncomfortable to those of us who have spent our lives seeking out negativity. Fortunately, like everything else, practice makes perfect and never has this been more true than in the practice of focusing on positivity. We have to develop a practice, repetition, and lifestyle of finding the positive in our lives. It does not come naturally, so not only do we have to practice finding it, but we also have to practice noticing when we are, once again, focusing on the negative. It takes time, but so too did our uncanny ability to find negativity in everything. Be patient and give yourself a break. Whenever you feel yourself sliding back toward the negative, simply remind yourself and try to shift back to the positive. Here is something I started doing to retrain my brain to focus on positivity. Whenever I find myself with a moment of downtime, I recite my goals, intentions, hopes, and dreams over and over and over. Here's the key though. I recite these things as though they have already happened. I do not say things like, I hope I become an author. Instead, I say this. I am a New York Times best-selling author. I do not say I want to be successful. Instead, I say I am a successful writer working from home full-time. I do not say I want to make more money. Instead, I say I make a million dollars a year. The reality of each specific desire is not as important as my belief it is possible. By stating my desires as truths, I am retraining my brain to believe they are not only possible, but plausible. I am convincing myself over time and repetition, I am worthy of everything I want. It is the same thing I did to develop my negative core belief. The key to changing our core beliefs lies in our ability to change our perception. 
As long as we allow ourselves to filter and then focus our attention on negative experiences, we will continue to believe the negative beliefs we have formed about ourselves. Another thing I do to shift my perspective and therefore beliefs from the negative to the positive is to go out of my way to find the positives. For example, in the past, I may have focused on a belief such as, I am not a good person. I would focus on any behavior or things I did that supported my belief. What I did not do was focus on all the positive things I did in contrast to my negative belief. I did not recognize when I was a good father, a good partner, or a good friend. I did not focus on how my work positively affects the students with whom I work. I did not believe people saw me as a kind and patient person. I never heard the positive things people said to you and about me. All of those things directly contradicted the belief I was trying to support, so I disregarded them as anomalies. It is hard at first to give yourself permission to see and hear all the positive things happening around us every day, but I promise you, they are there. We just have to be open to them. The best advice I can offer about the cognitive distortion of filtering is to understand and believe if you can filter one way, you can also filter the other. Make a game out of it. How many positive things can I find today about my self-worth? Begin in the morning. I woke up on time for work, therefore I am responsible. I ate a good breakfast and worked out, therefore I am healthy. I helped a friend with a problem, therefore I am a good friend. It doesn't matter how big or small positive actions are, they are still evidence supporting our good nature. The only thing getting in the way of living well is our believing we live badly. When we change our perception, we also change our experience. As I stated yesterday, or in my last blog, I should say, I am going to write a series of blogs and podcasts about cognitive distortions. So the first distortion I wanted to talk about is the one that I have used most often in my life, and to some extent still use, and something I have to maintain an awareness of. Otherwise, I can easily find myself falling off of the uh, track that I've been on for quite some time. But filtering is that idea of always concentrating on the negative and ignoring the positive things that are happening. And this ties in really well, and it's the reason why I decided to start with it, with the idea of core beliefs. Because core beliefs tend to be built over time, and one of the things that happens is we begin to focus on just the things that support a certain core belief that we have developed. So in the example that I used, if I was to talk about feeling unworthy and developing a core belief such as that, what I would do is over time, I would slowly start to find evidence that supports that belief that I am unworthy. And it could be anything. Um, 
from somebody saying something to me, from uh, an experience with a family member, with a partner, um, anything that I can take and glam onto as something that supports the idea that I'm unworthy, and then I hold on to that thing, even if it's not really true. And over time, we do that more and more, and then the better we get at finding that evidence, the more evidence we have to support that belief. And so core beliefs can be very damaging because they build from a pretty big foundation of our searching for this negativity to support it. So when it comes time to try to take that back and reframe our brain into thinking that we are worthy, there's a lot we have to break through to get there. And one of the ways we do that is by finding evidence to support the other, which is that we are worthy. And so the idea of filtering is very similar because what we do with filtering is we tend to just focus on the negative. And with the idea of a core belief such as I am worthy, what I need to do is start thinking about the positive. Because we all have things that we do in our life that are positive actions. And they can be very small. And as I said in my blog, you know, start with the morning and think about, you know, you woke up on time to go to work. That means you're responsible. That's a positive. It means you are worthy. Um, and you can run through that throughout your entire day. And that was one of the ways I started to try to change my perception of myself and my worth and a myriad of other issues that I had developed over time and still am working on. But that was one of the ways I did it was by concentrating on the things I'm doing that are contrary to what I thought my core belief was about being unworthy. And just like anything, over time and repetition, we can practice focusing on the more positive things. And the more we do that, the better we get at it. And the more we begin to see and find evidence to support the opposing side, which is, I am worthy. And it's hard at first because, especially with that one core belief, because being unworthy makes us feel like we're not even worthy of having the time to do that. So you have to be patient and give yourself a little bit of a break because it'll take some time. But one of the easiest ways to do that is just find things that you are passionate about, that you love, that you want, your desires, hopes, and dreams, and focus on those every day with the intent of feeling as though you already have them. Kind of goes into this secret idea. And I do that every day. Anytime I have a downtime, I try to stop and kind of go through my list of things and uh, that I'm working toward, uh, my hopes and desires and my dreams. And, and I talk about them as though I already have them. And I said that in my blog a little bit. Um, and I think we have to do that over and over and over and over until it starts to sink in that it is something that we can do and more importantly, believe. Because once we start believing those things, that's when we can start really enacting uh, the opposing side of these beliefs that we've been holding on to for so long. So with the cognitive distortion of filtering, one of the ways we can combat that is by trying to find positives in things that we are not used to finding positives in. And like I said, you have to start small. You know, to start with a routine and find and pay attention to the things you do that are positive, whether it's re uh, relationships, 
um, actions at work, um, actions with strangers, um, things you do in the world, things you do for yourself, and just focus on finding those positive things. Maybe make a list, write them down as they come up, because uh, it does feel hard at first. But the more you do it, you'll find really quick that you start to see many of them, and it's pretty powerful. So I hope maybe you can take this as a trial and go out there and think about all the things you can do and see that are positive in your life and try to focus on those and write them down and talk about uh, what they mean to you and how they can help formulate a new view of the world, a new distortion, if you will. So I hope you guys enjoyed this. It's a different uh, take on some of the blogs I've been doing recently, but I will continue to go down this road of cognitive distortions and working through some of the different ones I have experienced and how I've found ways to overcome them and maybe even are still finding ways to overcome them. And, uh, and I'll share those experiences with you. Hope you guys are doing really well. Hope you had a great weekend. Stay safe, stay strong, stay sober.